This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Christopher Schindler has a chance to write his name in Huddersfield Town legend. And Moyes stayed onside. Here's Mounier. 2 0 Huddersfield Town on the opening day of the Premier League. One two wicket under. Here's Moy right footed. 1 0 Huddersfield Town. Lindelof misses his header. De Quattro's in. Round to Heyer. 2 0 Huddersfield Town. 2 0 Huddersfield Town. Here's Sanka to turn it into the pass. Yes! And Tommins scores! Tommins has scored one of the most important goals of Huddersfield Town's history. De Plattas forward. De Plattas got the better. Yes! And Laurent De Plattas scores! Laurent De Plattas scores! Hello and welcome to a special edition of Annie Takes That Chance. I'm Brady Frost, one of the writers for the Annie Takes That Chance website. And in today's pod, we're going to be focusing on local club Brighouse Town, who recently hit the headlines when Gary Neville donated to the club's fundraising campaign. To find out more about Brighouse Town and the donation, we spoke to Damien Wales, their social media manager, and Brighouse Town chairman, James Howard. As always, this episode is sponsored by Magic Rock Brewing, and why not try one of their new Magic Rock mini cakes? I actually ordered one of the hat-trick cakes uh, for Bank Holiday Weekend, and it went down a storm. Anyway, let's get into it, shall we? So hi all, welcome to a special edition of Annie Takes That Chance. Uh, I'm, I'm Brady Frost, uh, one of the writers, and I'm, uh, we're talking about a different team for a change today. Uh, we'll be talking to, about Brighouse Town, and I'm joined online by uh, Damon Wells, who's the social media manager for Brighouse Town. So, welcome, Damon. Welcome to the pod. Cheers. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. No, no, thanks for, for coming on. So, um, we've got a few questions to ask, but before you kind of um, before we get into it, I just tell us a, a little bit about yourself because you're a, you're a Huddersfield Town fan. You were the drummer, is that right? In the, the Kelsey Royal. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've been a town fan for 11 years now. Um, first started going around 2010-ish uh, in League One uh, when you had the likes of Gary Roberts, I had a good, I had a good, good Johnson, uh, Lee Novak, players like that. Um, and then and I started sitting in, in the Britannia, um, kind of made my way over towards the singing section because it seemed like a real good thing I wanted to get involved in. Um, and then when the cow said loyal, started to form in the North Stand, um, I, I, I took an interest in that. Um, so I moved over there kind of thing and I got involved with that not in terms of the group wise at that time just getting involved with the whole thing all together um, 
and at that time I sat by the drummer who then was Ian Drew um, and he came and sat next to me first game and I got really good mates with him um, and he did half that first season when we were in that couched kind of north stand area um, and then he couldn't do no more due to personal reasons um, so he just asked me if I wanted to step up and give it a go I did do it for about 10 minutes in one game previously <laughs> so I was a bit, a bit panicking when, when he asked me but I was like yeah I'll give it a go it's fine um, and then I did it for about five years um, then on in um, and then this season the opportunity came across to work at Brighouse um, and I thought it wasn't an opportunity that I, I could turn down um, so I, I decided to pass the drum over to someone else who expressed an interest in wanting to do it as well so I thought it'd be nice to give him that chance to do it whilst I've, I've had this offer to work at Brighouse so passed the drum over and I've been, I've been doing this for this season Oh right so I mean um, you must have have, have some uh, great town memories is there any kind of favourites that stand out for you when you were um, it's quite a few to prepare um, I mean I weren't fortunate enough to get a ticket to the League One playoff final um, so I remember watching that at my grandma's um, and I, I just kept watching the penalties going, is this going to end? <laughs> so um, I remember that one. Um, in terms of like championship memories, um, I remember the 2 1 win over Leeds because um, in that season, my favourite player was John Stead when he came back. <laughs> and so it, 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 him, him scoring the winner against Leeds that day um, was a really good memory of mine. Um, the promotion season to the, to the Premier League, you've got loads of memories in there. Um, and then when you get to the Premier League, when you play teams like Man United beating them, that's obviously a memory that sticks out. You've got the Watford game where in scored the late winner and then I remember going out to Chelsea on that Wednesday night um, in the last five minutes my legs were shaking <laughs> it was that, that, that petrifying um, but in the, in the end um, it was all good and then the season before this one there weren't that many good memories in the Premier League um, but any game in the Premier League for a club like ours is a memory um, so yeah um, even though I've only sported town for 11 years I feel like I've got quite a big bank of memories from the time that I've been going to games home and away um, and, and I've still been able to, to get down to a few games this season when our games have been called off for like what a lot of pitches or when we've played Tuesday night at home yeah. um, I've been down as well um, and there have been some good games like I've been to Barnsley game um, at home which won 2-1 I went to the, the Middlesbrough game which were 0-0 but that was a really good game um, and Bristol City as well when we beat them 2-1 um, and that, that one of the first times I saw Emil Smith Rowe and I just thought, wow, what a talent. Oh, great player, isn't he? Yeah, lucky to uh, yeah. Well, hope, hope we get to see him when the, if and when the season starts up um, in a town shirt. So, um, now that, well, it seems like you joined town, uh, Sporting Town at the right time, like 11 years, got quite a lot <laughs> in those 11 years. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah, I just wanted to talk about, um, so Brighouse House Town, so how, how did you, you talked about, you got the offer, um, how did you kind of get involved with them and um, talk, tell us a little bit about the role, your role at the club. Um, so in terms of me getting involved, um, I got involved via one of my close mates called Ty Ward. Um, he's been at, been at Brighouse for a good six, seven years now um, because he's a coach down there um, and he's kind of built his way up through coaching. So he's been in there kind of like under 18s and he's been doing their 21s. He managed to get into the first team, um, which he got involved with for the last five years. Um, but he still had his under 21 kind of role as well. Mm. Um, and he just wanted someone to come down and help out with, with his 21s um, doing bits of coaching here and there um, but mainly doing kind of like a media kind of aspect and helping on match days etc um, so I did that um, last season and that was all like midweek games so that didn't affect anything to do with town um, so it was, it was quite nice for me 
Um, but then at the same time, last year when I couldn't get to some away games, I'd come down to the first team games and help out a little bit with the media guy there, um, a guy called Tom Stace, who's absolutely flying now. Um, and, and he's kind of taught me the sticks. He's at Halifax Town now. Um, oh. So the big shout out to both Tom and Ward for getting me involved at Brighouse. Um, but they kind of showed me all the sticks. Um, and then this season, um, he's at, now at Halifax. And there was the role vacant at Brighouse. Um, and the Gafferville Powell uh, just turned around and said, not just you've been down quite a few times last season with Tom, I would feel comfortable about taking on his role. Um, and I just kind of said, yeah, I'll give it a go and give it the best shot. Um, and then I've just taken it from there. Start season, I, I, it was a bit shaky with a few stuff because I was quite new to the to the whole kind of first team media role. Um, but as the season's gone on, I feel like I've, I've got much better and I'm, I'm really enjoying it down there now. Oh, great. So you, you, meant, you mentioned to me as well that you, um, obviously you do the social media channels, but you also do all the match highlights as well. How, how, have, you found, how have you found that? Yes, so um, it, it's quite a good um, role to have. Because uh, it's not just the video inside, it's also the editing side. Mm-hmm. So I have to um, kind of mark down like key highlights in the games. So then when, when I'm editing back, um, I, I know where to look. So I'm not just watching a full ninety again. Um, so it's kind of that added pressure as well to try and get a key highlight written down whilst trying to film the game at the same time. Cause it's, it's even though it's set step four non-league football, it can still be quite a fast-paced environment. Yeah, um, on, on the pitch. Um, I mean, you, you have quite a few teams. Um, who like to, to, to play out from the back as well. Um, even in non-league football, <laughs> they like to play out from the back. Yeah. Uh, so you, you, you'll be there right and, and I like down. And next minute, the defender's pumping the ball forward to so you have to get back on the camera kind of thing and uh, try not miss something. Um, so, yeah, um, it's really enjoyable, but it can have its challenging elements. Um, but I feel like this year has been a learning curve year and next year I'm just looking to step on and try and make myself better. Yeah, no, that sounds good. I mean, we, it was funny because um, we were actually having the debate on a podcast, um, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, about football clubs and, and how they use social media. Um, so how important has it been um, for you, for the club, you know, for you to kind of get the highlights out, the engagement with fans on social? How, how has that been? Oh, it, it's been really important. I mean, quite a lot of our fans are of the older generation um, mm. and, and they just find out games via newspapers and they'll jump on our website as well. Um, so I, I don't deal with the newspaper kind of side but making sure the website's up to date um, as well so that generation of fans can see when the next game is um, is crucial but then we also have a good range of fans kind of like around my age and around like the mid 30s the mid 40s even in teens kind of years um, and they're kind of stuck to social media pages um, so keeping it up to date with the next game what the future games are um, it, is very important because that's what attracts our our fans down kind of thing. Um, and we're getting on average 200, 250 every week, um, which is quite good for our level. Um, so by me keeping that up to date every day, that, that's what's going to get the fans down to the club. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, so have you, you had good interaction, obviously, I've seen since the um, season's been brought to a halt, you've been quite active and putting out. Has that been really important, especially with, with no football happening? kind of keep keep the message going yeah definitely i mean like when all games happening now it's quite hard to get content out there you don't want to lose any any fans by not putting any content on there so thinking of ideas to keep that going um has also been quite a challenge for me um because i'm just thinking what can i get out there and i've been writing stuff down trying to think you know 
what's best to keep fans engaged. Um, so I've been doing things like goals of the season. I've been doing people's highlights. Um, a bit, we're going to be doing interviews with the manager and a few players coming up in the next couple of days as well, um, just to keep people engaged with the club, really. Um, because at the end of the day, if you're not engaged, they're not gonna, just going to unfollow you. They're not going to watch you know when the next game is. Um, and, and hopefully, if the EFL managed to either finish the games off um, or just declare the season null and void, we can get some attractive friendlies down and that can bring even more people to the club. Um, because we had Bradford City last year, right. that brought just that, that brought just under a thousand down to the club. Um, so I, I reckon from that, we, we gauged a couple of fans from that. Um, just finding those high profile friendlies. Um, and we also have like Halifax that come down as well. And they also can gauge a few new fans as well. So by having those pre-season friendlies against those big clubs, that can also gauge new fans as well. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. Because obviously if the season does start, they, they might need a bit of a pre-season warm-up. So maybe, you know, like you say, friendlies with local clubs like like yourselves could be really important um yeah speaking of um kind of like you mentioned like bradford and um halifax we because we're a Huddersfield town podcast obviously um Huddersfield town has a bit of a relationship with big house already and we've had some player some young prospects uh, go to you on loan um how have they been doing because you mentioned um i know josh osfield was one of them but there's been quite a few this season hasn't there um how, how have they all kind of been doing yeah they've been doing well i mean it, it kind of stemmed back to quite a few years as this now. Um, my first kind of memory of town running a, a player to Brighouse was a lad called Isaac Marriott. Um, he's he was with us um, and he did really well. He's now or this season he was playing at Bradford Park Avenue, which is two leagues above us. Um, so that shows his his development and how well he's doing. Um, and and how a club like Brighouse can help develop a certain player. Um, I mean. One that sticks out is the one last season um, in Ramani Edmonds Green. Mm. Um, he was last year, um, joined us around January time, I think it was. Um, and he was just really solid at the back. You could, you could tell he was going to be a player. And obviously this year, he's proven that by... Um, and it, it, it shows from this season that he went to Bromley um, in the National League South. Uh, and then he's now on loan at Swindon and he, and he made his town debut at Charlton. Um, so that kind of shows what kind of... what how a club like Brighouse can help develop a player and make them better, better in the future. And then this season, um, we've had quite a few. Um, we've had a lad called Darnell Mintus, who joined us. Um, he was with us for two months. He managed to get a goal against City Liverpool, um, which he worked really hard for. So that was really that was a really good good one for us. Um, we had Tim Akinola, who came down um, for a couple of months, and that, and that helped him with his development. And then most recently, we had... We had Josh Halsterfield, um, who came down for one game, um, came on a, as a sub. We won't talk about how the game ended um, for him, but um, uh, e- even just being a part of the of the first team, being on the coach there, getting involved with a men's team even just for one game, I'm sure it'll help him in the future when it when it comes to working with other, other clubs as well. No, definitely, and I, I suppose for for a club like um, I suppose it's good for both clubs because, like you say, um, obviously Romario Edmund Screenies, you know had his time at Brighouse and he's gone on and you know got that game time and experience of proper football as we call it you know not just um, under 23s and playing against real players who are you know trying to do stuff so it, it shows the relationship's great um, so you guys are in the eighth tier of English football is that is that right? Or, That's right yeah. Yeah so ha- obviously 
all football's on pause, but as with um, with yourself, the season's ended. So how, how do you and how do the club feel about the season ending? Because I know there's been some some kind of criticism from both sides for against. Um, in terms of kind of where we are in the league, we were four points off the playoffs, um, which isn't too bad. Um, we had nine games left. Whether, whether it had been a, a possibility, we don't know because there were teams above us who had about two or three games in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, so in terms of season ending, for that reason, I, I don't think we were massively that fussed. Um, in, in terms of, kind of, like of, of a financial kind of reason, it, it's, it's massively it us um, because in, in February, we had two home games and two away games. And our last home game was on the 22nd of February. Um, and then after that, we had five away games in a row. Um, now, our kind of income stream is from quite a lot of ticket sales in terms of people coming through the gate, people buying raffle tickets, people buying food and drink, people buying. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. Beers, everything like that massively helps our club. So having five away games anyway was was hitting us. Um, and, then, and then we had four big home games coming up. Um, in terms of big teams that were going to come down, we had um, we had Tadcaster, we had Workington, um, so there were big teams like that, and we had really good sponsors for those games as well. Um, so companies um, paying to sponsor the game, which also helps as well by having a big sponsor down. So each of those games were sponsored. Um, so to have a season null and void, which means we've lost all the income for those four games, including the sponsors. Um, we also host um, local school cup finals as well at the ground. Um, which which had admission for people coming and buy food and drink for that, um, so that was a massive it, um, and that takes place over a week as well. Does that? Um, it's different age age ranges for that as well, and then we also host two local amateur football finals as well down at the ground, um, which once again we don't have charge admission for, but after the game, no, no, it's come in and get a pint or a few pints if they've won, <laughs> um. I'll come in and get some food after the game as well, which which we'll, we'll charge for. Um, so so all that in terms of financial stream has been lost. Um, so financially, it was a massive hit in terms of the season being null and void. Um, so, so we were disappointed. Um, but I I reckon we'd have finished around eight for nine. So, so we weren't going to be in the playoffs and we weren't going to be first and going up. Um, so it weren't going to be a massive change on league position or anything like that. Yeah, but as you say, it's financially that's that's been the uh, the real issue with the season ending. Um, so has it been? Who's your main income? Kind of the pay on the day, like you say, people coming to have a 
a food, yeah. food drink and raffle tickets. Has, has that been the yeah, main yeah. struggle? Is that your kind of main income? The actual yes, definitely. That that plus people sponsoring. Um, right. so, so we have two main sponsors in Quickslide Limited, um, who are a door and fitting company, um, in Yorkshire Payments, um, who are a car solutions company, um, as well. Um, so so there are two main sponsors to help bring money to the club, and um, we also have sponsor boards around the ground who sponsor every year um, so we have those coming as well but the main kind of stream of, of income is, is on a match day for us yeah so like you said without that um, so that's been a real struggle so in terms of the um, what are the major costs really is it is it the players because I mean I know every club kind of works differently but um, they're usually on like a page you play not really on like a, a contract contract Um how does it kind of affect the players and I suppose non-playing staff like like yourself? Um, I mean, we've got only a couple of players that are kind of contracted to the club. Um, the rest are on, on a on a on a paper game basis. Um, so in, ter- in terms of having to pay players, it's only been a couple. Um, and contracts run out at the end of April as well, so it's not like we're having to had to pay till July kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that's not as massively. Um, in terms of non-playing staff. Don't think it's uh, at the club at all with that because we're not done out really. Um, mm. so we're not being on the pitch, not being doing stuff on match day, so they're not, not really allowed to pay us either. Right. Um, so, so in terms of that, it's not been that much of a hit. Oh, well, that's good. Um, so I was going to ask as well. Um, so what's kind of the club's plan for um, obviously with the season ended and there's no kind of news of when, when it'll all start again? Um, what's the club's plan for coping during the, the pandemic? Um, so in, in terms of the plan, um, the main plan was just to do a Just Giving page, um, which we've got um, going, um, and, and we've got a tag of £10,000, which will help with all kind of lost costs um, that we've lost, like I say, with, with the four games that we've missed with the cup finals um, and the amateur finals. And that's kind of on average at how much we would have would have made. Uh, plus, it's all about um, kind of existing bills that we've got in terms of having to pay for land rent and things like that because we're on a lease on our ground uh, so I'm having to pay for that um, so we just have just giving page which we've just gone over 4,500 as of today um, which is really really good and we want to keep that pushing um, so if anyone wants to donate it's justgiving.co.uk slash crowdfunding slash Town AFC um, so if anyone wants to give a donation to the club it, it'd be high, every pound is much appreciated it helps go a long way it, even if it's just to buy a box of paint to help paint around the ground and make the ground look good again um, because with with the wind and rain that we had last season as well, um, it kind of wrecks a, a few things in the ground. So we're having to fix them as well. Um, so every every pound goes a long way. Um, so if you want to donate, just giving you can do. Um, then we also had um, a decent donation from Gary Neville that came through, um, which were really helpful from him, um, and will help the club out. Um, yeah. So I mean, can you can you tell us a little bit about because I think that was um, for people. You know, who don't really follow breakouts, that seemed like a, a bit of a surprise. Was it was it a surprise for you guys, or was it expected? Like, how, how did it come about? And definitely, so how it came about was, um, I I got the urge from the chairman James Howard to kind of put push out our just giving link, get it out to as many people as you can, and then just ask them to, to share it about. Um, and five years ago, we played Salford um, in the league, and, and you'll think I I've managed that they're in that league too, <laughs> but at that time they were in our league. Mm. Um, and, and, they were, and they were pushing for promotion, obviously. Um, and it, it was a boxing day, and Gary Neville um, 
wanted to come down to the game and watch. Um, and he came down with all the class of 92. Um, so there were Nicky Butt there, there were Paul Scholes, there were Ryan Giggs. Um, so even if not just Torsten Salford was like a big occasion for the club, we also had all them coming down. Yeah. Um, so all the kids that came down that day were getting photos, were getting autographs, etc. So a massive day for the club. Um, and before the game, Gary um, texted our Twitter, our Twitter page just asking what the weather was going to be like. Because I think around that time we had quite a lot of snow that came down. Right. Um, so he was just asking what's the weather going to be like, it's going to be okay. And obviously we said to him, yeah, the game's still on. Um, and on that day, he came down with his dad, Neville Neville, um, who isn't with us um, anymore, unfortunately. Um, and that was the last game that he watched with his dad, um, watched soccer with his dad. Um, so it's not quite a touch for our club. Um, so as I were sharing this, just giving the link out, um, I happened to come across the, these messages from five years ago from Gary Neville. Um, so just on the cuff, I just I just said to him, um, do you mind just sharing? I would just give him a link on your Twitter. Mm. Um, they much appreciate what you did. And so I went, like, thanks, Gary. And I just left it at that. Mm. Um, and, then, and then I just got this message through that just went, you know what? Um, Brighouse has a very close place to my heart. Um, so I'm going to give a donation. Um, and we were just like, wow, wow. Um, Straight away, I rang our chairman, James. I rang the manager, Phil. And they were just like, you're joking me. You're joking me. It's not April Fool's now, Damien. Like, no, no, I know it's not. I know it's not. <laughs> um, and I just told them. They went, right, screenshot me those messages and send me them now. <laughs> so I did that. Like, are you sure it's him? Are you sure it's him? It's definitely him. Um, and, it, and it came through the bank the same day. I'm just like, wow. Um, and it was class. It was class gesture. Um and we just want to say our thank you. So that's why we decided to put out the press release, um, which went really went, went down really well um, on, on social media. I managed to get on Capital Radio, Talk Sport. Um, managed to get on ITV News, BBC Look North. Um, it also made an article on, on Sky Sports as well. So it, it was a really good few days for the club, but it worked about kind of like the, the media aspect too, about that donation that, that Gary made that's going to help the club out. Um, not in the long term, but in the short term kind of thing. Um, so yeah, it was a great gesture, and everyone at the club is so thankful for his donation. Definitely, I mean, uh, a great gesture, and like you say, if it was the last game with his dad, obviously it's really important to him. But I suppose for you guys as well, um, you know, it was about the donation, but the exposure you got because Gary Neville got involved, it obviously helped promote your cause and promote the club, and you know, help it keep going. I imagine. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, like, like I say. He shared the link on his Twitter and he's got about 4.2 million followers. Um, so anyone on there that's got a passion for non-league football and wants to help out a non-league club, it, they're going to help anyway. Um, and like, like you say, people just seeing Gary Neville getting involved, they're going, oh, I want to get involved as well. Um, so it's definitely massively helped us out in terms of pushing out that, that Just Giving page. Um, and we just want to keep it going. We want to keep the message going. We want to keep people sharing it. Even just to share, um, if you can't afford to donate at this time, which I know everyone's having hard times at the minute um, during this pandemic, um, but even if you just want to, to share the link out for us, it just needs so much to the club just to get that, that message out there for people just to, if they want to help out, just donate a few quid, they can do. No, definitely. And I mean, um, we're going to kind of talk a bit about how, how can Huddersfield Town fans get in, get involved to support um, to support Brighouse? Because obviously... Like say um, you've got the just giving page, but um, you know, can fans come down when football resumes? Like, what's you know, how can we how can we all get involved and help out? Yeah, definitely. Um, in, in the short term, if you want to just 
done it. So I'd just give him page. Um, you can do long term wise, even just coming down and watching the game. If town are away and you can't make it, um, I know some fans don't like long distance travelling, so you like Charlton, Swansea, Cardiff. I know quite a lot of fans don't like going to those kind of games. Um, so if you want to just come down and watch a bit of non league football, it, it's, it's it's very competitive. Um, and it, it, it's for good money as well. £8 adults, £5 concessions, um, and I think it's a pound from the 16s. Um, so it's really good prices, um, really competitive football, good prices on food as well, good prices on drinks, um, and it's a good day out at the end of the day. Even if you want to, to, to bring your dog down, dogs are allowed at the game as well. If you want to walk your dog around the pitch, I kind know of, if your fans like to do that as well. Um, yeah, just come down. It, it's a really good day out, um, and you get, you get to meet a lot of other non-league fans who some people just go out vlogging just at different non-league grounds just saying I'm, I'm at Brighouse today um, and I end up going to different grounds every every week we get, get people like that to come down right. um, and it, even the away following sometimes you get a bunch of 50 lads that are on, on beers all day don't just want to come down and have a day out just get to meet a lot of different people it's really nice it, it is really nice it, it is a non-league ground so yeah for any town fan that don't like going to away games you want to watch a bit of non-league football I definitely just coming out of Brighouse. No, no, I mean, yeah, we're, we're sure to come down there when the season starts. Um, so, in terms of club, how can obviously we talked about the um, the link with Huddersfield and players, but how do you think um, you can work with professional clubs like Town um, during this time and when football returns? Is there anything the clubs can do? I saw the um, the club put out the link for the Just Giving page. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, like when Town um, do something on there. HGFC business page, um, in which they've shared the link out on there, which is really good. Um, we've had Bradford City, who've also shared it on their Twitter and Instagram, which is really good. We've had Bradford Park Avenue do it as well, um, which is good. And we've even had local non-league teams share as well, like Hemsworth have done it for us. Um, so it's I, I've been trying to reach out to all the clubs like Uddersfield and Bradford and Leeds, um, just trying to get them just to share the message and just say, please support Brighouse Town Football Club. Um, so that's what, I, that, and that's what I'm going to keep doing um, until we get the message out there and we can get a few more donations to the club. Definitely. And I mean, um, so what's kind of the, the end game for, for Brighouse Town after all this? You know, hope, Obviously, you're hoping to, to reach that £10,000 limit. Um, but what's the kind of plan when everything uh, returns to some form of normality? So when it gets back to normality, it's just hopefully back to normality um, what money is raised will be um, kind of like a, a booster as to what we would have gained um, so that money that we don't have now due to the loss of the forum games the finals hopefully any donations will help miss out on those lost costs um, but then it'll just be about starting again as normal whenever pre-season starts um, but like no money is going towards any, any kind of like budgets on anything um, it's just about helping, trying to help out on costs that we're having to pay and money we've missed out on kind of thing. Um, but yeah, as soon as the season's back to normal and when we get to do pre-season, um, it'll just be a case of getting back to normal and trying to rebuild the squad. Definitely. And just to, just to stress, if we haven't kind of talked about it before, I mean, this this just giving page that you're doing, this isn't to, um, you know, to try and get an extra quid. It's to keep the club going, really, because you're not getting any, any sponsor or investment otherwise. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, fantastic. Well, and, um, yeah, no, thanks so much for coming on, um, Demo. Um, like I said, we'll we'll post out the link, and um, yeah, um, I, I encourage all town fans to donate what you can and, and get involved. You know, 
like like Dan, I said, it doesn't have to be massive amount. Every every quid helps to um, to help keep this club going. So thanks for coming on, mate. Cheers. Thank you very much for having me. There's a team that is dear to its followers The colours are bright, blue and white They're a team of renown They're the pride of the town And the game of football is their delight And all while upon the field of play Thousands loudly cheer them on the way Often you can hear them say Who can beat the town today And then the bells will ring so merrily Every goal shall be a memory So town play up And bring that cup Back to Huddersfield So town play up And bring the cup Back to Huddersfield This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. 